Black, you are here with Alicia and Alex. And we have a special guest that's Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay. Hello, yep. everyone. Like the fighter. We have actual Cassius Clay in the building. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, y'all great. Yeah. Thank you. Put that thing on. Beep, beep. You know what I'm saying? Vibrate. Oh, Vibrisha. <laughs> what if somebody's name was that? Vabrisha, Vabrisha, come here, girl. <laughs> so anyway, this week we're going to talk about um, the passing of Winnie Mandela. So sad. Yeah. And who else we're talking about? Stevante Clark, who is Stefan's brother, and. I don't know if you've seen him on like interviews, but we're gonna like talk about him and like his ways, I guess you could say. And then Fabulous, who um, I guess allegedly alleged. Well, it's not really allegedly. It's kind of like, well, yeah. He um, he knocked his wife, not his wife, his girl, fiance, girlfriend. I feel like it's wife. No, it's not. They're not married. Oh, I think this like girlfriend. Okay. Uh, Emily B's like teeth out and just all about domestic violence. Then Black China going crazy at Six Flags in front of the children. And then reality TV and Jenna Bell. Yes. So let's get started. So first, Winnie Mandela. May she rest in peace. What a beautiful soul. I don't know what to say. I feel like we were talking about this, I think, like, before not before we started but a couple of days ago how like all the great legends are just yes like passing we were literally just talking about how a lot of people have been passing it's so sad to see because these are people that we look up to and stuff like that I they made you. they made a huge movements in yeah the, um, yes in against apartheid against africa all of it like wow nelson mandela was in jail she picked up the torch even though she didn't do a lot of stuff that he would do it, but she wasn't afraid to go mm-hmm. against the the how much I adversity adversity that was faced for so many people of color in Africa and even here. Like mm-hmm. she, you could say she had a mob of people, but or you could say yeah. she just had militant people. But she worked hard to get you know people together and against the racial discrimination and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. she went to school, she was a nurse. She wanted to help people. Then she realized that she could fight better with rallying people together. So Yeah, man. I think I learned so much about her by watching her movie. Yes. You know, that, that movie put... I think we all knew about Winnie, but I don't think we knew to like the extent mm-hmm. of what she did and what she went through and stuff like that. We always hear about like the men. You know, like Martin Luther King, we always hear about his story. We always hear about... Nelson Mandela story and whoever else, but we never hear about their wives, their wives and what they go through. So I think like watching that movie, I'm like, wow, you know, like okay, mm-hmm. not only he's going through this, but she's going through it as well. And you learn a lot about her, about her family, what she stood for, mm-hmm. and all this, uh, uh, these other things. But I mean, 
I haven't watched the movie, but I'm pretty sure it was very impactful. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to watch it. Jennifer and Terrence Howard was married. He played Nelson Mandela. She played Winnie Mandela. But you uh, know, but first of all, why did Terrence Howard play Nelson, Nelson Mandela? Mandela? I don't even know. You have you seen that? No, I've seen the one with Idris Elba. Um, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> no, I No, but he does. He does play. Um, he did a pretty good job. Yeah, Terrence Howard did. A and T.D. Jakes that's crazy. produced it. Yeah, so I'm it's just, a, it's a great movie, and if you haven't watched either of their stories, you should go out and watch it. And BET, I'm pretty sure is going to show it now this weekend. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So go out and yeah, watch I know it for doing reruns. Up next, so next <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, Stevante Clark. That is uh, what is his brother's name? Stephen. Stefan. Stefan's brother. Savante, Stefan. Do they have any other siblings? I feel. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we're going to talk about the Clark. So, Stefan Clark is the one who was gunned down by police officers and was shot 20 times in his grandmother's backyard. Um, So, Savante, his brother, has been on. I think CNN. CNN and a. I think every news outlet almost. Yeah. what do you guys know. think about like first of all i you know i i told y'all this when there's something tragic that happens you know especially you know with the whole police brutality thing that's going on with Trayvon martin um tamar rice you know all those you know young black men that have been shot um you could see and feel through the tv how their families feel mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you could feel it it gets you kind of in the emotion of it you know what i'm saying and for me, when I saw Savante Clark for the first time with the controversial video with um, Don Lemon, I was looking at it like, um, this guy is doing way too much, mm-hmm. I feel. I mean, I, could, I can't, I, you know, I've never had that, you know, to where I've lost a family member because of police brutality. But my thing is, I didn't feel the emotion from him. Mm-hmm. What I felt was more of acting. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, but that's how I felt mm-hmm. about it. I mean, it could be, and it could be not. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the way he grieves, yeah, probably. or whatever. Um, and in a sense, I think he's very angry. So I think yeah, he I doesn't think want to. He he's does, an angry person. He don't. TV, so he's trying to control it as much as he can. That that too, but I don't think he wants to show them like he don't want to see let people know his weakness. You know, so when you when someone's cries, like they're more vulnerable. You know, so he doesn't want, I feel like he doesn't want people to see that. So he's trying to keep all this building in. I really don't feel like he released it. Like I, in a sense, like, I feel like he should have went on those platforms and had at least something like, not saying he's not professional, but something where he could answer the questions and then that was it. Or they could have had a conversation about what the questions he was asked, what they were asking and he could have answered it in a better way. But I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I could ever. I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't think. I don't think he, he might can, be more. I mean, he might be more angry than sad. Yeah. But for me, is everybody other family? I mean, not that I'm saying comparing his emotions to somebody else because you know people have different emotions. Yeah. But there's. I'm pretty sure everybody else was upset mm-hmm. and angry. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just for me. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't feel him. Like, I could feel if somebody's really angry. I could feel when somebody's yeah. really sad. But for me, it's like my vibe and, the you know, the, the vibe that you get from him. It yeah. was just like, 
To me, mm-hmm. from looking, this is my first time looking because I didn't really see him, but I was focused on his real story. To me, it seemed like he just really to like be a form of militia, like yeah, he's like, like he's like militant, yeah. yeah. And like he's just ready to just get everybody to go against what's going on, which I mean, yeah. it's cool, but it just seemed like he's so like against answering questions that people got to ask. My thing is, if you have a tough time answering questions, just get somebody else or like a representative. He doesn't have to yeah. be a representative. He, a lawyer, maybe, like, or somebody. Someone who can speak for the family. Yeah, because now we're just looking at you like. You're not helping the situation. Yeah. Kind of out of it a little bit. But I think one question they, we talked about this before the podcast mm-hmm. even started, is asking him how he is. You know? It's like, like obvious questions. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I have lost family members. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to be like, how are you? And it's really hard to like, mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know how to explain that to you. Like one minute I could be happy, smiling, all that stuff. And then that, that very <coughs> brief minute that you get to think about that person, mm-hmm. you could be sad as shit. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I think <laughs> the one lady, I don't think he said pray for her. And I like that answer from him. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I, you know, he can't really answer that, but just pray for me. Right. Type thing for prayer. I, I like that answer that he gave, even though it was mm-hmm. like kind of aggressive towards her in a way he like cut her off a little bit. It was really aggressive and kind of rude, but the answer that he did give, I did like the answer. It's him like just just pray yeah, for like, me. Or he said, "Don't don't give me sorries. Just do something." I don't yeah, know. he was like, "I there's nothing that I can do with yeah. a sorry anymore." And I in that and in that statement, mm-hmm. we all kind of felt like, "Okay, yeah, we get that part, right?" You know, I get that. Like, there's nothing that at this point, like y'all, everybody can really keep that sorry because what are we doing? Yeah. Why this keeps happening, I and mean, we just keep saying sorry to people. Like, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sending my condolences and stuff like that. And at that point, I feel like we felt that. But the Don Lemon one, I don't know. Like, like you said, like, uh, yeah, I was very not alarmed, but I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But I really feel like that. Um, he could have just said the boy, his brother's name, just to make him. You know, make him okay at to ease talk. Or at ease to talk. Yeah. Like Don Lemon didn't want to say his, his name, and I'm like, just say the boy's name so he can calm down. Like it ain't that hard, right? Yeah, but I mean, praying for the Clark family. Yes, and hopefully this time, we'll maybe get, something will be different. Yeah, something, we'll get justice. Or some something. changes will happen. That's all we can do, right? Um, moving on next, we're talking about a very important uh, subject is domestic violence. Um, Fabulous, which um, was on the shade room, and he, the story is that he punched his girlfriend, Emily B, seven times, and she has lost two of her front teeth. Not sure what, I don't know which ones. Which ones she has lost, but two of those. And then there's another video out. Baby with um, on TMZ, yeah, what? another video out of him um, getting in a, a, an argument, yeah, altercation with her brother and father, right? Father and her, and her. So, and I think he was holding a knife because I was seeing the video. I said, "Where is he holding?" Because he's doing this, mm-hmm. like, and I, and I feel that threats were made when mm-hmm. he was out there. So, um, crazy, because I feel like a lot of like African American men are. We always hear about this. You know, um, 
I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I love fabrics. Like I would. I this is like the last person that I would ever think. Because it's very like cool, calm, collected. Mm-hmm. It's the ones you gotta watch out for. The quiet yeah. ones you gotta be like, okay, what he do? I just feel like first of all, she should have been left him because she can't even be seen in public with him. Mm-hmm. I remember when she was on Love, Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, didn't seen in public with him. They, she was all upset about you know not being with him. But it's like. If every other rapper or something can take a girl on a rare car, why can't take her? Is she your woman? What kind of stupid stuff is yeah, I would, that? Yeah, exactly. I would have left him a long time ago. And I, and you know what? It might have been happening since, you know, since then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, since loving, the, loving hip-hop. They've probably been having these, like, issues. I mean, they have been having these issues. But, like, domestic, domestic, I said, domestic violence-wise, you just don't know what happened in that household. They probably you been really, having, You really don't. You, they probably been, They probably been doing this, and it finally just pops up because she got two broken teeth and mm-hmm. her homegirls or her dad is like, girl, what happened? Yeah. I I don't know. I just, you, you always amaze when stories comes out like this. Like, what? What? They did, they did that type thing. And the thing I don't like about it is how everybody's making this just like mean stuff about it. And even like, even with Fabulous Day, it was another photo that, not with Fabulous, but Chris Brown. And he had his hand around someone else's, oh yeah, uh, a young lady's neck or something like that. I mean, we we don't know the situation or whatever. Yeah, but, but that then, was sports play. Yeah, yeah, but then um, the shade room wrote something about that, mm-hmm. uh, and then he responded back, was just like, "Yeah, I know I'm not going down like that. Like, why would y'all ever put that out and stuff like that?" And I and I hate that people are making a joke. Oh, uh, they this. did that with Snapchat. Yeah, with Rihanna and um. Oh yeah. Rihanna Chris and Brown. Chris Brown. And I hate that people are making a joke about domestic violence because some people don't get out of that. Mm. You know, some people... People uh, die from that, too. Exactly. So to be making a joke about them making memes of how uh, Chris Brown is showing fabulous, oh, I can show you how to do a two-piece or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, that's not funny. It's just showing that we are very insensitive now mm-hmm. to a lot of stuff. It's like we're, we're, it's like we're sensitive, but we're insensitive. It's almost, I, I guess some people will say it's trying to laugh to keep from crying. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much stuff going on, you got to laugh it off. It's almost like the school shootings are coming so normal. It's like, okay, what's next? But that should so now, be. And it should be the norm. Like, they, everybody's making it, okay, another rapper, another R&B artist, another somebody is hitting on a woman. Okay. Because it's been going on. James Brown hit somebody. David Ruff from The Temptations was hitting on his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people was in the mix. Well, we can say um, but a lot of people was in different stuff, you know, in their relationships. And mean was just so in the industry. I didn't know James Brown was even hitting on his wives and stuff until the movie came out. You know what? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Um, Chadwick Boseman, when he played that, I like, I don't know, something about him being aggressive like that. It was just like, whew. <laughs> but that's a different yeah I guess that's, but that's different. a different thing but it's a lot of little things that you see about celebrities mm-hmm. you just like whoa this is what you're doing in real life like why am I you know why am I, I admiring you like ah uh-uh, we don't do that yeah and stuff like that but you know we can't do that but speaking of other celebrities um Miss Black China out oh, yeah. there um fighting that's the first video I see on my timeline uh Black China fighting at 
Six, Six Flags or wherever park she was at. With her two kids. Kids there. And, I mean, and when I mean two kids, I mean her boyfriend. <laughs> her boyfriend so and her actually, actual son. <laughs> three kids. Because Dream Oh, Dream there. Three. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot. Kids. I forgot she had that baby. Um, I don't know. Like... <laughs> I feel like I really don't know what really the story be, is. It really because he wasn't old enough to ride on the ride? We don't, okay, so I don't know the I don't know the which gist I of the story. Think that's which true, one? Which which people, which uh? I'm looking on Twitter. It says <laughs> you childish. You childish. Her, her man. Her man. Her man's too too old, young. Yeah, to ride on the ride. Which are I you serious? Well, that that can't possibly that can't be real. Right. But why are you out there clowning like that, Miss China? You know, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. But at the same time, like, y'all give people reason to talk about African-Americans like that. These are the reasons that y'all... Why would you be out there? And then the part that killed me is that she has dream little car that dream was rolling. Was she was But like a couple videos before that, mm-hmm. dream was having her fun on her little black thing. I know. And then the next video, black China swinging it around like it's some type of rope. And get ready to clock a beat. Oh my God. Black China, come on now. But you know, I'm not surprised. Like, uh, I'm definitely not surprised by that. Like, have you seen her mama? Okay, yeah. Her <laughs> okay. mama don't give a damn. Her mama will say whatever it is on social media. Yeah, but I just feel like at some point we got the, we got the, it should a whole reality TV acting fool. Okay, bye. <laughs> we got to clean up. But speaking of reality shows, I don't like reality TV shows. Especially when they deal with African Americans, they they're good at the beginning, but then they start. I feel like they start portraying oh, it's, these it's, people it's horrible as for, uh, black folks, but as these like the nastiest people ever. It's and horrible like, for black people. But I'm just like just looking at it like, dang. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it do be juicy though. It do be juicy, but it just seems like everybody is getting a show. First of all, I didn't even know Stevie J had this little uh, spinoff. You didn't know that. Stevie J, right? Stevie J got his spinoff. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, the Stevie J. It's that just, is so. That is but he a don't have show. He don't have two spinoffs. Yeah, well, well, it's the second season. Stevie and Jocelyn. Oh, yeah, but this is second season of Leave the Stevie J. Leave it, yeah. Yeah, he don't have two spinoffs. This is six spinoffs. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but these shows are not like. But that show right there is so fake. Like, you could tell they'd be getting actresses to come in. Like, you know, the girls mm-hmm. that he tries to like flirt with. You could tell. Like, like the uh, I think the first episode, he was at um, an antique shop mm-hmm. because his daughter wanted to buy something. Or, like, they were at a furniture store, and his daughter wanted to buy something. And, like, one of these women, they were walking around with a crop top on, you know, just looking very, very sexy or whatever. <laughs> and um, I'm like, they look very out of place. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, like, one girl, she was playing the guitar, didn't know how to play it, but she was standing next to Stevie J. And, you know, Stevie J is a music producer, mm-hmm. and he plays the guitar all the time. So how convenient there's a girl sitting right there next to him. Like, he's, like, literally two feet away from her. She's just doing it, like, tapping on the um the, the whatever. The guitar. Yeah, and he comes on. He's like, oh, you don't know how to play guitar. Girl, now, that's, like, that was set up. Yeah. But we got to, but, I mean, I know these shows are so scripted. You just know. You're just like, you know you that didn't go down. Know. You know that didn't go down. Yeah, but the housewives, I, I feel like those not scripted. I feel like they should be. Yeah. I feel like at a, a certain extent to keep mm-hmm. the juice going. I feel like they bring up the topic, like okay, so well, the produ- I feel like the producers have to somewhat orchestrate stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever see that show Unreal, 
the directors, it's on, it was on Lifetime, the directors and oh, stuff <laughs> orchestrate stuff to the producers and stuff to go get them get the people to do stuff. If not, it won't flow. Hmm. So I do believe that's what they do. I mean, if it, next 15 minutes, and show you how the producers set people up to come over here and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just don't like, I mean, that could be good. I feel like reality TV shows could be really good. And there's some that are. Like, yeah, they are. But then I feel like certain some the ones that we mostly watch, everybody on there fighting, everybody on there banging, you a hoe, you a da 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 Somebody slept cheese. with somebody. Some uh, we got kids on the side, people marrying other people undercover. Like, all this wild stuff that's not portraying, like, Afri- I just want African-Americans mm-hmm. to be portrayed like these great I feel like love, love and hip-hop is like a prime example of all those things that we just talked about. Um, black woman is is horrible mm-hmm. portraying uh, of the black community and setting up and like I feel like a lot of the stuff is fake too mm-hmm. like the way they set stuff up I'm just like okay and then they've done like stuff they've done like shows where they show the behind the scene what happens behind the scenes mm-hmm. of love and hip hop and stuff like that and I'm like wow this show is really most of it's fake yeah and I and mean very set up yeah, we we know that, but you know some people are like, oh okay. But then when you see them on like that that show or whatever, and then they like try to promote something that's really real or things like, no, nah, I can't deal with you because you did that on the show <laughs> type thing. Like you always hold that grudge. Like that might not be their character. Mm-hmm. Like I, after this, they might be real cool, but then on that show you just get them like, mm, I ain't gonna mess with you because you did some so and so and so, and I was cool with her. Like we weren't really cool, but you know, like you you start bonding with people on right. the shows type thing, but. I was watching something on the internet when Jocelyn was um, still on Love and Hip Hop. They kept because you know, like if you if you pay attention, really pay attention, like when they're like she has shopping bags and she's like walking, you know, mm-hmm. just looking off, and you know the camera's right there. They had to do it like three times. They had to do three takes in the same area. They had to do three takes, so it's like B roll for them. So they do three takes of her walk, just walking with bags. These bags are empty by the way. There's nothing in them. But um, they were doing like three takes of her just mm-hmm. walking. I said, is a... <laughs> right. So, Trying to slow-mo it down. I know. Put some speed it up. Time yeah. lapse and all that good stuff on there. But I don't know. I just feel like we could be better um, reality TV shows. Like, y'all remember College Hill? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I, I love, love College Hill. Hill. Like, those were, I'm not gonna lie, that was a good like reality And Baldwin TV. Hills. Oh my God, those was like good you know, reality TV shows. Now I just feel like everybody on these reality TV shows just getting surgery, we getting money, we partying. Ain't nobody working for real. We just are doing this. And mm. I, don't feel, I feel like we need to start betraying what people are actually doing in real life. Yeah, because yeah. they actually be working. They just, because half the time they shoot with each other um, every other week or something. They don't even be seeing each other every day like that. Like mm-hmm. on the reality shows. Because they're working yeah. outside of the show. Yeah, so people think all they gotta do is do no, baby. They still do their regular stuff, but they come in, you know. Except for Sheree Whitfield, I think that's her for real job. Really? <laughs> like this is it? Well, hopefully she gets that together because because uh, because I, I like I was watching the show yesterday. And she mm-hmm. had she had a whole basement, and it was literally like a house. The basement was like a house. I don't know what she got. Get out and of I'm like, what does she really do? Cause this is confusing. My like, this show. I mean, I'm pretty sure it pays well, but it ain't that well to where you could just have a basement that's the size of a house. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she had two houses, basically. Well, that was huge. Chateau by Chiray. No, Chateau Chiray. That's mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's a beautiful home. Mm-hmm. But I, I just be really trying to figure out what she does because because you know everybody knows what each except for Kim Zosie. Well, she well she's she's mentioned what she does. But she do she do wigs and all the other stuff. At first she was doing it. Yeah, but like um, Sheree, I really don't like. She had a book out and she was selling T-shirts, but I show I don't think book sales and T-shirt sales covered. <laughs> What she got going on at Chateau Charest? Because Chateau like Charest to... is immaculate. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, she worked on that, that movie, movie, that house for years. So I feel like they need to give us a little something with her. More than just yeah. this boyfriend that's in prison. Mm-hmm. Oh, she but Charest is also like very private too, so I'm pretty sure she won't. So it's just kind of shocking that she even talks about her prison. Bay. Yeah, prison bay. Because we know her ex husband ain't got no money like that. Because he wasn't mm-hmm. trying to give the kids no money. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really confused. I need to catch up on the show. Yeah, I mean I this season is kind of like it, but because I'm behind. Chateau Charest is very beautiful, but it Burgess. took her like almost ten years to finish. I know. Yeah, it did, but I mean it's it's beautiful, it's beautiful now. Yeah, but I'm just trying to figure out what where are them checks coming from. Because um, I remember reading Charlemagne's book Black Privilege, which if no one has read that book, go read it. If you missed out, what's it called? Black privilege. Okay. And he spoke on like some of the, some of them don't get paid for everything. Do like some of the people on reality shows get paid like probably like maybe forty thousand a year, or it just depending on how much you're on there and stuff. No, uh, Brielle, she gets paid ten thousand an episode. Yeah, I'm saying depending on what you're she doing. She went on for hell or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't do nothing, and you get paid ten thousand dollars. Which one is this one? The Brielle Kim Kim Zolciak's daughter. Mm-hmm. To show up on the episode? 10,000 um, episodes. Don't be tardy for Don't be tardy. Don't be tardy for the party. <laughs> well, that's because she's the main character. I'm talking about the ones that's just trying to get on. That's why everybody's trying to jump on that bandwagon because reality TV pays a lot. Mm-hmm. Regular television just got back to being, you know, more popular again with, you know, black people. Like, but those roles are still few too. So everybody wants to act cool on TV, get paid, and live good. And live their best life, I guess. I'm next. Well, shit. Okay. I'm what you want me to do? I'll act the food on TV for uh, <laughs> 10,000 episodes. Okay. okay. No, 20 but... episodes times 10 is what? Okay. More money than I'm making now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll do it. But, guys, thanks for joining us with Let's Talk Black. We are out. Mm-hmm.